Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. SNR Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, Matt, uh, as we do every Thursday now, Wednesday, Thursday are big injury days. Uh, TJ Hawkinson practicing in a limited fashion today. Boy, he's valuable. We were just talking Ooh, off the air. We got peppered with targets. Yeah, last week. he looks so good doing it too. And no yardage. No, it's all like he gets you know everything's within five to eight yards downfield. Mm-hmm. But I don't care if he has 10, 10 catches for eighty yards. Yeah, that's great. I mean, he's benefiting with Jefferson out, but I don't think it matters. Addison's benefiting. That offense looks really, really good. Man, I mean, other than Kelsey, he's got to be. Your, you take him over Andrews. We were just talking about the value of tight ends in today before we went on the Based air. Based on the usage, probably. I think so. Yeah. I think he's a better athlete, too. I think yeah. he's a little twitchier. You know, like, some of this is just watching games. You know, he was doing that the other night against Fred Warner and Greenlaw. And, you know, I mean, he was, you know, Hafanga. I mean, he was, he looks very good. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, yeah especially doing it against that defense. Exactly, exactly. Crisp and sharp and some after-the-catch stuff, you know. Uh, speaking of the tight end position... Hunter Henry uh, remained limited in practice on Thursday. He has an ankle issue. Uh, Gesicki scored last week in his absence. Yeah, I mean, without Henry, I guess Gesicki's sort of on the radar. I guess. Yeah, I mean, we're reaching. I mean, again. The, the tight end position is a wasteland. I, say, well, I think your exact words before we hit record were, if you don't have one of the top six, it's kind of a wasteland. and You're in, you're, you're you're in a in bit trouble. of trouble. Yeah, yeah right. you're in a bit of trouble. Uh, Aaron Jones practiced in a limited capacity on Thursday. He's still dealing with the hamstring. Okay. That's a big one. I mean, I don't think Dylan's very good. Yeah. Uh, Brock Purdy took part in Thursday's practice. He's dealing with a concussion. That's the first time you've seen the field, though, right? Yeah. This is the first step. Now, he would have to... They play Sunday. They play Sunday. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't diagnose the concussion until Wednesday. There was an instance. I've seen the video out there now. Uh, it was a quarterback sneak. Yeah, it was or not. push. Yeah, yeah. And he got just uh, somebody came flying in and hit. Went helmet to helmet with him. Mm-hmm. This is one of the problems that you have. Yeah. With having your quarterback run a sneak, he stayed in that game because they didn't Nobody realize or, yeah, he, yeah. you couldn't tell in, in real time that he had taken a big shot to the helmet. Was two for six for twenty yards and two interceptions after taking after that. that hit. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I kind of like that people do that. I mean, it could be an excuse, but, I mean, there were several times last year with Tua where he would, you know, take a big shot to the head, and then they look at the stats before and after and things like that, and it's like, whoa, you know, that very well could be the case. It was a tush-push situation. You showed me the video earlier. He didn't get low enough. Yeah. I mean, and, Linebacker comes flying in and just sure. – and, it, and it's perfectly legal. Yeah, and I think teams – are going to take shots at quarterback. Yeah, that's what you're opening yourself up to. Yeah, yeah. And there's going to be Palomalu's over the top in those situations and things like that. And we'll see. But, I mean, it's scary. I'd be shocked if he plays. I would be really surprised. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, it's mathematically possible. But I guess Shanahan since he got back so, to, pra- yeah. to a limited practice today. Again, I wasn't there. I don't know mm. how limited it was. 
but do you really want to start your quarterback? He didn't practice yesterday. Limited practice today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll practice again tomorrow. He would have. He wouldn't be cleared until Saturday. Yeah. You have to go. You have to to, to work Sam Darnold in like he's going to oh, be he's your starter. Get all the starting reps. Yeah, I would you have to. You have to. So I guess this does affect the Steelers because they're playing the Bengals. Right. Um, I frankly think Darnold would do okay in this situation. I don't have a problem with Darnold. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. fact, I think Darnold would be a great DFS start this week. I picked him up in our league, so he'll get hurt. <laughs> there you go. That's one reason not to put him in our DFS lineup. Uh, Tyreek Hill. This is huge news. Didn't practice on Wednesday. He's dealing with a hip injury. Today he came back in a limited fashion, and he said, I'll, I'll be good to play on Sunday. But if you remember a couple of years ago when he played the Steelers in the regular season mm-hmm. and he was kind of limited all week long, he was more or less just a decoy out there. No, I do remember that. Yeah, I think there's been once or twice in his career where he's done that. He's so scary that just go out there and run around a little bit. Yeah. You know, and We're not going to throw you the ball much, but go be a decoy. That's huge fantasy news. And, of course, if you have him and he's on the field, you're starting him. I mean, yeah. whether he's decoy or not. But the sneaky move is maybe Waddle. Waddle could be sneaky this week. Yeah. But... He was a limited participant in Thursday's practice. He's dealing with a back injury. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that thinking <laughs> that could be bad. I mean, he, I didn't like the way he reacted at all. Yeah, they're the both banged up. I think he went right to the locker room from what I remember. So that's a little frightening. They're playing the Patriots playing this the Patriots, week. Which is a respectable defense. Yeah. Yeah. Belichick takes away the other team's best option. Like, nobody else ever does that. <laughs> yeah. oh, good thought. <laughs> uh, Juwan Johnson with the calf injury, the uh, tight end for the Saints, Saints yeah. was limited on Thursday. At least sounds he's like he's creeping now. back in. Yeah. yeah, so don't get too excited about being sneaky with you know Taysom Hill or any of that. Uh, staying on the Dolphins, there in addition to uh, Hill and Waddle, Raheem Mostert was limited Thursday. He's dealing with an ankle injury. So Wilson's next man up, and or so if you think they're going to be leading, I think Wilson's much more appealing. You know, like he got didn't get used at all. It was his first game back. But Wilson might be worth owning and starting this week. It's a bit of a dart throw, yeah, it's though. a dart throw. I mean, <laughs> what's every, different about this week? The, the problem is nobody's on by. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. I, I did him in one league because he's the only able body I could find. <laughs> and this year, or this week, you should be more capable. Shouldn't have that issue, yeah. And a Chan comes back two weeks from now? Uh, after, yeah, ne- after he's got two more games. This game and next. Yeah. And then he's back. And then he's okay. back. And can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Wondell Robinson uh, with the knee injury practiced in a limited capacity. I can't see. Yeah. I mean, he's probably the most usable of all the Giants receivers, but yuck. That doesn't mean he's usable. Um, and he will avoid seeing Sauce Gardner in the slot. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't think there's going to be many points in that game. I don't either. think so yeah. either. Uh, Darren Waller. Who's uh, going to be the quarterback for the Giants? I would. <sighs> it's been really quiet. I haven't got any has, of that. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Darren Waller was uh, limited again on Thursday. Um, he's sounds dealing, like he's like dealing with a hamstring. Yeah. Looks like he's going to play. Uh, we mentioned uh, Trevor Lawrence. Nothing new there. Uh, Randall Cobb returned to practice Thursday. Woo-hoo. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, Alvin Kamara, who missed yesterday's practice with an illness, he was back in full as a full participant today. Yeah, I mean, he's high on the list. I mean, he gets a ton of touches. Uh, Zach Moss returned in a limited fashion today. He's dealing with elbow and heel. Uh, issues. Do you look at him as a flex with Taylor as is? He's getting enough carries that. Yeah. I mean, they're they're finding they're running their offense through their two running backs. Mm-hmm. And both what a novel good. concept. Right. Right. <laughs> and they've got a pretty good offensive line. Yeah. Oh, they do. It's kind of the strength of the team. Playing well enough. And, yeah. You know, Pittman and Downs and those guys have been productive too. Their offense has been pretty good. 
That's offensive-minded head coach. Knows a thing or two. Is, I mean, Zach Moss. If Zach Moss got traded this weekend, no, I know. oh, end depend, up in Baltimore. I don't even care where he lands. If he goes somewhere where he's the lead back, yeah. Oh, so yeah. I'm not, you know, kind of hang on to him unless you really have something that you. And if he did, how many backs would you rank ahead of Taylor? Not many. Not many. Five-ish. There might only be seven-ish that I'd rank ahead of Moss. Yeah, yeah right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know, they both might be RB1. He was playing well before Taylor mm-hmm. came back. No, I hear uh, Roshan Johnson with the concussion uh, practiced fully on Thursday. But remember, he hasn't passed the concussion test yet. He still, has, he still has to clear the, the final hurdle. And he's got a foreman hurdle. I mean, I don't, I'm sure they're not going to say who the back is. Well, Roshan's missed uh, three weeks now, basically, so. since he had that injury. So is he going to be ready to handle a full workload? Probably not. And Foreman's, yeah, Foreman was good. Yeah, I don't know how you handle that if you're an owner of either one of those. You hope that with no one on by, maybe you start neither. If you, you can. Hope, if yeah. you can, yeah. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, was limited in practice on Thursday. That's nothing new That's for him. He's what kind they of, do. Yeah, yeah. just kind of putting He's him in bubble wrap the guy, week. Yeah, save him up. Uh, Josh Palmer wasn't spotted at Thursday's practice for the Chargers. They must be one of the teams that doesn't allow te- people to watch the practice. Mm-hmm. Not good news. No. I mean, he's he's the number two there now. It's pretty clear. Yeah. I mean, Quentin Johnston has been disappointing. Uh, David Njoku was back at practice after sitting out on uh, Wednesday, he's dealing with a knee, but he's not been fantasy relevant No, at all. you're not happy about starting him either way. Although they play the Seahawks this week. Seahawks have traditionally not been good against tight ends, but... Yeah, you trust P.J. Walker? I mean, yeah, I don't... Uh, I, Watson's I don't wanna, not playing, right? I don't right? want to start... No, he's not playing. They know, you know, We know that. Yeah. I don't From Seattle, start, I'm happy he's not playing. Or I'm unhappy he's I'm not happy, playing. Yeah. yeah I mean, but I'd rather I start, I don't want to start any Cleveland I mean, pass Cooper's catchers. borderline. Yeah, I don't. Want, I don't even want to go there. If Hunt is the clear guy, is he a fantasy starter? I guess. If I mean, you go with just like you start over Zach Moss. Assuming he's going to get fifteen touches, and he yeah, will catch the ball. Assume a that. Bit. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's an RB two then. Yeah. Uh, Gerald Everett uh, returned to practice Thursday for the Chargers. He might be a sneaky tight with end. Josh Palmer out. Yeah, it yeah. Might be a, a... I mean, you can only throw twenty passes to Keenan Allen. <laughs> so many times. <laughs> Uh, LaVishka Chenault uh, didn't participate in Thursday's practice. I thought he was back yesterday, and now he's back out again. Okay. So. I mean, he's just a spot player. Yeah. Ryan Tannehill wasn't uh, he's at playing. their practice. He is not playing this week. Probably doesn't play next week against the Steelers. Um, Zay Jones, as we mentioned, did not practice. Jerome Ford isn't participating in Thursday's practice yeah. for the, uh, Hunt's for the, the Browns. Hunt will be the guy. Well, Strong will be involved, but yeah. Because Hunt returned to practice on Thursday. Okay, I was about yeah. to ask. Isn't there an injury with Hunt that I'm missing? Yeah. And then you have Strong there. So I think Strong is kind of the mix, mix him yeah. in a little bit. And... Hunt's more built like an every down back. And the, the issue, and maybe he's over this, was conditioning, though. Like he visited yeah. the Saints and supposedly they weren't thrilled with the shape he was in. First game or so with Cleveland, he didn't get a huge workload. you got to be in shape. Yeah, I think I, that's, that's why. That's, that's why I'm saying either, like 15 yeah. touches here, and then maybe yeah. Strong gets 10, possibly. But do they get to 10 points? I don't think so. I think they're. Trouble, you know, yeah. they've they've been fortunate to win a couple of games with PJ Walker. Yeah, uh, including in Seattle, right? It's in Seattle. Yeah. I, I don't like. I mean, their I know the over under the game's very low. Yeah, which all Browns games will be. Now. I don't like their chances. No, I don't either. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, is practicing Thursday, and Josh McDaniels is hopeful they will have him Monday night against the Lions. Okay. I mean, I only look at that for – I think it's better for 
Myers, it's certainly Mayer, better for Adams. I think Adams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. if they can actually put I together mean, you're starting an offense. Adams either way, but maybe the other guys have a professional quarterback throwing to them. Yeah. Um, you're and in Adams some you're in some situations here where would you would you pick up Jimmy G to play? I picked up Darnold. I would rather start Darnold than Garoppolo with faith in the offense. They haven't scored more than twenty. Like they they've struggled to score points this year. Some of the Raiders. Yeah. Oh yeah. With a yeah. very offensive-minded head coach. And weapons. And weapons. Their lines All aren't the horrendous field. either. Yeah. Right. No, they're kind of broke. Uh Curtis Samuel took part in Thursday's practice for the Commanders. He's dealing with a foot injury. Okay. I so. mean it, him and Hal both aren't super exciting here against the Eagles. Uh Luke Musgrave didn't practice Thursday. So it looks like Watson's healthy. Yeah. And some of his competition for balls are it might be all, off. yeah, yeah. It might be all Dobbs and and uh, yeah. It might not Watson. be terrible. I mean, I don't love their offense either. Robert Woods remains sidelined for Thursday's practice. Mm. I mean, besides Nico, are you comfortable with any of their wideouts? I'm pretty comfortable with Nico. Yeah, Dell should be healthy. Should be healthy. But again, he's more of a bye week guy. Yeah, yeah, he's okay. Not a yeah. must start. Maybe like one or two good games. Right yeah, before the really, it's just been two, and the and other ones have been kind of yeah, yeah. That's like week two and three. Um, Harrison Butker with an illness not practicing on Thursday, so keep an eye on that. It's, it's, it's like, an easy thing. It's to not monitor. so bad that yeah, it's an illness, but yeah. it's the chief kicker, and I guarantee he's in every league. Yeah, but what I mean is easy to monitor. If, if they activate a kicker, well, then he that, that kind of yeah, there's some just pay attention to that. Yeah, Daniel Jones. You asked about this earlier. Yeah, I have heard nothing. Uh, Brian Dable said that the status quo remains in place for Jones, uh, who has a neck injury. Uh, he still hasn't been cleared for contact and limited participant in Thursday's practice. So it sounds like... Taylor. Taylor. Taylor's been better than him. Yeah. I mean, I would not rush Jones back, but I'm sure the owner's like, then why do we give him all this money? You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> why do we decide him to 30 some million? Let's wrote this guy a big check this Yeah, offseason. I would like him to play. Uh David Montgomery not practicing Thursday, but okay, I thought there was good news on that. Thursday is Wednesday for them. True, they play true, Monday true. night, so tomorrow is the big day for him. If he can get back to at least a limited tomorrow, and he's a running back, there's I a mean, good chance he plays. Play. Yeah. Now the difference here is that they have their bye. Who they after play Monday night? They play the Raiders. Mm. You'd love to have David Montgomery against the Raiders, but they might waste. They have the their bye. bye coming out of that game. Mm. But he does get an extra day to rest. He gets the extra and then day he gets to, two weeks to rest. Yeah. Give us one game over this month or so stretch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a gamer. And You'd love to play him against the Raiders. Oh, the matchup yeah. would be That's ideal phenomenal. for David Montgomery. Volume. They're going to be big and you know, physical, run the ball. I think they beat the crap out of the Raiders after getting embarrassed. Yeah. The Bills placed Dawson Knox on injured reserve Thursday. Kincaid's real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's tonight, though. I mean, yeah, I think he's startable tonight. He's probably be top 12 if I were to rank quarterback. I think so. Yeah. I mean, again, after six is bad. Yeah. <laughs> Real bad. Uh, Mike Williams underwent six, uh, his a- uh, ACL repair mm. uh, today, or Wednesday, I'm sorry, and he's expected to be uh, ready for the start of training camp next year. Wow. Just kind of a yeah, yeah. long-term, you know, if you're looking at him in like uh, a dynasty. like a cap hit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's going to be a charger. Uh, Chris Goblin expected to play tonight uh, for okay. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um any sneaky guys you're playing tonight? I mean, Evans is in, Allen's in, maybe Kincaid. Kincaid would be the sneaky one. Mm-hmm. You confident in James Cook? 
He's probably in the top 20. Doesn't Not a score. bad run defense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're, they're going to blitz a lot. So I I heard some numbers today. When they blitz like crazy, when, when, when facing the Both. blitz, yeah. um, Stephon Diggs, Share target share total goes up to like thirty five percent. He's the hot route. He's the hot route all the time. Give it the day. Yeah, that makes sense. He so, could blow up tonight. He could have a monster game. Yeah, tonight. I wouldn't be shocked at all about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about White, the running back? <sighs> from Tampa? I have yeah. no faith in that guy. I don't own him anywhere. I, I he's just, a good receiver. That's all you can say about that's him. All I can say about him as a running back, he's a good receiver. <laughs> Is Godwin a top thirty receiver at this point? I don't think yeah, so. I'd say a lot of the shine's falling off that guy, too. Yeah. I mean, ever since that injury, I don't know if he'll ever be the same. He's, it's, it's always, the, he's always dealing with something. Yeah. He was never the quickest twitch guy out there to begin with. Yeah. And maybe if he lost a step, he didn't have a step to lose. Um, Noah Fant was limited yesterday for the uh, Seahawks. Okay. We're into yesterday's stuff here now. Uh, Zach Charbonnet was limited Sounds like more importantly, it sounds like Metcalf's probably back, and Smith Najigba was really useful without Metcalf. I don't know. All three of them there. Lockett's been a little disappointing. All three of their receivers are not exactly what you wanted. Yeah, the big news for them though was that Kenneth Walker is dealing with a calf injury and oh, did really? not practice Wednesday. Wow, that's a big that's one. Huge for them, yeah. especially with Charbonnet also banged up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I wouldn't, you know, proactively go pick up their third guy, who's that DJ Dallas or something yeah, like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going that crazy, but their backs produce. Yeah. If one well, or the other Charbonnet out. was limited with a hamstring, so I guess he might be available. But they, they do play the Browns this week. That'll be a tough matchup. Although mm-hmm. Indianapolis ran all ran over all them. Over them right. If either one of the Seattle backs is, is out, is the out, becomes you, a slam you definitely start the other one. Yeah, I don't care other, who they play. Yeah. The other one becomes a smash play. Yeah, yeah. That could be a Charbonnet breakout. Yeah. Uh, I'm just looking here. Anything else of note here? I uh, don't see a whole lot. Uh, Austin Eckler practiced fully on Wednesday. Okay. So they need to start leaning on him more, especially if they really Palmer's do. out. And, you know, I, I would think the game plan is a lot of screens to him, a lot of runs to him. You know, Her- Herbert hasn't been himself since he broke his finger and whatever else. I'm not sure if that's why. It's off, not on his throwing hand. The Cardinals uh, didn't list Kyler Murray on their injury report Thursday, but he remains on the uh, reserve uh, PUP list. Sure, it sounds like he's going to play, maybe not this week, but he's going to play this week or two. Yeah. Um, I If I owned him or were stashing him, I'd love to not start him his first game back, though. Yeah, I know. I was, I was, <laughs> you know I was just going mean? to ask you, like, if they suddenly said, you know what, we're going to activate him on Saturday, and he plays against the Ravens, I don't want to start him. Like, I'm not starting him over Dak or Stafford or Cousins or, you know, good, not great fantasy players. Yeah. I mean, yeah. maybe wait a week. Would you start him over Sam Darnold? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I have both. <laughs> That's why I, I asked yeah, you that yeah, question. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> I mean, just the running, and if they feel healthy and comfortable enough putting him out there, I, I have to kick that around in my head, though. My first response was, yeah, he's on a different plane than Darnold. But maybe not. Yeah, I don't. I want to see it first. Yeah. I mean, I don't love throwing him out there right off the bat. You know, I, I, we don't know that he, you know, is he still Kyler Murray that runs around and does mm-hmm. everything that he did pre- I don't know. I don't know. Right. Is Does he going to stand? The staff want to do that with him? Yeah. As much? If he's I mean, going to stand in the pocket and throw the football, I don't know that I want Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 he shouldn't be on waivers. Yeah. I think we probably agree that. I 
would like to not start him this week. Yeah, I would. Uh, I'm yeah. with you on that. Um, like you starting Geno Smith over him? Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Odell Beckham with a shoulder injury now was limited in practice on Thursday. I wanted to throw one thing out there. I thought, I don't know that this matters, but I thought Bateman had a really good game. Just the way he moved, he looked the healthiest I've seen him. And I kind of think Odell shot. If Bateman's out there, maybe just be a real quiet pickup. I can't imagine a situation where I start him. Yeah, at this point, I mean, I'd have to have a bunch. I just of don't trust Odell, and when, when Odell gets hurt again, or uh, whatever, uh, first of all, I mean? Odell shouldn't be rostered. I mean, I say he shouldn't be rostered either. But I bet Bateman will be ahead of him on the pecking order as soon as now. But that's still the third option in that offense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Debo Samuel with the shoulder was spotted running off to the side during Thursday's practice for I the Forty Niners. Pretty much out. I think he's pretty much out this yeah. week, and and uh, but he is running, trying to keep conditioning up. It is a shoulder injury, mm-hmm. so when he can, comes back, he'll be able to hit the ground running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you might not see him do as much of the running as he has done because he's dealing with a shoulder issue. I wonder Ayuk's going to cost in DFS because I think he looks I, tremendous. I, this yeah. could be a, this could be the week for him. Yeah, yeah. A, another. So I'm thinking up. too, like if he's not one of the top. Eight to ten in terms of price. He probably won't be. Probably won't be that high. But I think that's who he is. Yeah, I think so. I think he's a have. tremendous player. Yeah, and maybe Darnold just zeroes in on him. Maybe. Maybe so that's a good thing. That's what we don't know. There's some unknown there. Mm-hmm. Is he, is he throwing, throwing a bunch of balls to Kittle? Does he try to get it to the outside? Does he spread it around? I don't know. Well, it was last week that Ayuk just was owning the first half. And then, and then they didn't throw him the ball again. it was Kittle late and yeah. dump-offs and stuff, yeah. Anyways, that was the Fantasy Football Hmm. Focus. Uh, He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more right after this. Showtime! The black and gold live here 24-7. This is SNR Steelers Nation Radio. is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lally. He is the Matt Williamson. And uh, Matt, um, I did a little digging on some numbers last night. And in his career, Mike Tomlin in one score football game. Oh, this is really impressive. Yeah. 95, 58, and 2 over the course, course of his career. career. For his career. Okay. I mean, that's a high percent. You win 2 out of 3-ish. That's pretty darn good. In one score game. Yeah. yeah. You might, League you, average, of course, is 50%. 50% right, would be right. the average. Uh, but in the first 10 years of his career, they were 36 and 28 in one score games. Okay, who was his quarterback? That would be Ben Roethlisberger for the majority of that. And that wasn't end of career, Ben. That was a pretty good player. That was prime premium. Yeah. You know, and that's a good number. Yeah. That's impressive. That's absolutely. Impressive. Very impressive. Over the last seven seasons, 59, 30, and 2. And I might add, there have been seven different quarterbacks who yes. helped him compile that record. Seven. Seven. So we got Ben. Or six, I'm sorry, six. We got Ben, we got Kenny, we got Mitch. Right. We got Rudolph, that's four. We got Duck. And Landry Jones. Uh-huh. Over the last seven years. Wow. Like, Pickett might be good. End of Ben wasn't well, as good been, as early Pickett's Ben. Pickett's been, I think, nine and three or something no, like that. One score games. Good, or, but, I mean, it good. wasn't Brady and Steve Young and Montana. You know, right, I mean, right. right. I mean, so it makes me think. 
and I know numbers are numbers, but you have to have context with numbers as well. And I, I love to use numbers to learn about other teams and whatnot and tendencies. But I have a hunch, Coach Tomlin, if when they do his 30 for 30 or football life, will be like, I realized how not to lose in this league as I be, as I coached more and more. And, and not losing is more important than I learned how to, you know, how to beat this coverage or blah, blah, blah. And I have a hunch when he realized going through seven quarterbacks and they're not Rodgers to Favre. Well, you, yeah, you play Lock. things a little bit differently. Exactly. You play to play that close game. Yeah, I think having all those quarterbacks realized I have to coach differently and I have to. You have to coach differently with end of end of career Ben. Of course, of course. Really, from then on, you've had to coach differently. Yeah. I mean, it's not, all right, Ben, go chuck it around to A.B. and Bell, and we're more <laughs> talented than the next team. And, yeah, we'll get in our share of one-score t- games like everybody else, but you got it from here, you know? I mean, that's why you pay him, and that's why he was so good. So over a seven-year stretch to win two out of three, that's basically where he was at, right? Yeah, right. Is a skill. That's not, boy, he's been the luckiest coach on the planet. I mean, I can't believe that. If it was the Vikings last year, rookie year head coach O'Connell, maybe you're the luckiest coach on the planet for a while. And they've, they've kind of come back to the pack yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. losing those one-score games this and year. frankly, I think he's a good coach. I mean, they, the Vikings are turning things around too, you know. But to do it over seven years and to win that many, I mean, there was like 90 games there. Yeah. Right? How about this over the last four years? Seven and two in yeah. one score games, eight and one, seven and five last year with yeah. the rookie quarter with the, some, and then four and zero oh this year. Wow! So you're looking at uh, what is that? Fifteen, twenty-two, twenty-six, and eight in now, one score games in the last four seasons. So two of those were end of Ben's last two years, right? Right. Or was one of them Ben's year and the other one was the duck year. You look at no, you're looking at two two years of, of end of uh, okay. end of career okay. Ben. So they were, they yeah, were yeah. fifteen and three in one fifteen and three is in one score seasons. games in Ben's last two seasons, but they've now carried that over. They're eleven and five the last two seasons in one score in games. In the picket years. In the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Pickett slash Trubisky. Yes. So makes me rethink a little. Nothing against Tomlin, but end of career Ben, he still was pretty wise. And yeah. he he probably learned that Maybe I don't have my fastball anymore, but I got a little Vaseline on the ball, and I can, you know, I mean, like, I bet he reinvented how he played and what risks he took, too. I can't just shrug off Terrell Suggs and throw an 80-yarder the other direction against the grain, you know? But part of that as well is is playing the game. The old man at the Y game. To set, to set the game up to be a one-score game. Right, right, right. We're not going to do... 53 surprise on sides that if yeah. they go wrong, we're down 20 nothing. Not going to take that, that ask Mahomes to bail ridiculous out. chance here that, oh, wait, Ben's going to put 21 mm-hmm. points up in the fourth quarter and get us a win here. No. And we're on our own 40-yard line, and the analytics say I should go for it, but I'll punt them deep and we'll, play the field position. we'll shorten yeah. the game and play it again. And I know the analytics say I shouldn't run on first down, but I want to eat clock and shorten the game. And, you know, I always use the example, like, I can't beat LeBron or Curry in a three-point contest if it's first one to 100. But if it's first one to one, I can. Yeah, <laughs> There's a <right>. chance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not so, likely. Uh, it's, I'm still betting on them. <laughs> but shorten the game. Shorten the game. And, and you know, I, I think you do a lot. You do the analytics stuff every week. Right, right, right. If you look at the Steelers in terms of plays run, 
mm-hmm. this year. They're they're very low on the in sure. terms of plays run. Now, getting more first downs early yeah. in the game would be would help that. I mean, they I'm, don't want to be low yeah. in time of possession. But uh, if but if I, they could get you know. Some teams want to go out. This Jacksonville team last week, their defense was on the field constantly last week. Against... I think it was like 80 plays. Yeah. I mean, because I was looking at that because their two linebackers missed one snap. And I'm like, I know they play a ton. I don't know how much. I'm like, whoa, they were on the field for like 79 of 80 plays. Like, yeah, that's, that's a, a ton. ton. That's a ton. The Steelers don't want to play that way. No. They would much rather the game. If they have a, an advantage in plays run, it, they want it to be like 65 to 52. That's what I was going to say. I think they want... <laughs> 120 plays run in a game, in a, in a whole game, not yeah. just defense not or offense. Not 140. Yes, again, shorten the game, muck it up. You know, right? And so you you you, you know you you play to play that kind of game. Mm-hmm. You play I, it that style. I also think last week's opponent is starting to the, the Rams are starting to show a trend that they're not a second half team, they're not a fourth quarter team. Where the Steelers are showing a trend the opposite. Yeah, and because of the Rams, I know we're done talking about the Rams, but. They're playing dudes that should be playing 50% of the snaps, and now they're playing 80% of the snaps, yeah. especially on defense. Yeah, the more I mean? they're out there, the worse it is. Yeah, they need to be the warmly Watts types, not when Cam and Tuit are out. You know what I mean? Like, they're out there over there, overextended as it is. So because of that, how do you look at the Steelers putting up 190 yards of offense in the fourth quarter? Well, I think in a way, somewhat of this is being a Steeler apologist, that you plan for shooting your guns late when they're at their weakest and you've gathered your information from, you know, all your early stuff. That doesn't mean it's okay to go three and out over and over in the first half. That's not what I'm saying. They didn't do that in that game. That's one of the misnomers out right, there. Right, right. They didn't go three and out a bunch of times. It wasn't the. This was not the 49ers game. Yeah. They moved the football in the first half. They didn't and, score a lot. And yeah. then they would have a penalty. Mm-hmm. Or then they would have a sack that they gave up. It so, wasn't inefficiency or poor play so much in the first half. Yeah. Right, right, right. And then and, and maybe uh, put com- that stuff to the Conversely, side the Rams were playing keep away in the first half. Mm-hmm. And it was three three until late in the first half, and they hit they hit a miracle play uh, yeah. for a touchdown. I think he just threw that up. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think that ball was not intended for Tutu Atwell. No, I think it was intended for Cup or Nakua. Yeah, Atwell intercepted. It, it was it was Cup running down the field. Yeah, and he just threw I don't it think up. He, for I don't know. He threw it up. I think Atwell intercepted it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't for him. No, it was definitely no, not no. intended for. I'm watching that play. I'm like, oh, that's going to be intercepted, and it was by and Tutu it was Atwell, by the guy in the end zone wearing their because <laughs> he's the yeah. one with his eyes on the quarterback. Everybody else mm-hmm. is watching. You know, yeah. Hey, there's Cooper Cup. We better keep an eye on him. No, I think he was forcing at the cup as he tends to yeah. do, which goes back to the game plan of taking Cup out of the game. So know? they were very fortunate to have that nine three lead at the half, despite. Mm-hmm. Having it's probably a bad decision. A bad. I mean, they they were on the field like I think it was like fifteen more plays or so than the Steelers in the first half of that game. But it mm-hmm. wasn't because the Steelers weren't moving the ball on offense. Yeah, in that game, you're right. Yeah, you're right. But the chart or the Rams were, they were having some success running the football. I think they had 80 rushing yards yeah. in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Again, against light boxes. Against the light boxes. Good. Take what you give you. Yeah. Stafford's smart. But it, it, checks for a run. if not for that miracle throw. Yeah. It might be six three at the half instead of nine three. Like we we reference Pro Football Focus have their uh, turnover worthy plays. That turnover worthy play turned into a touchdown. Right. Like I wonder. It won't how go. Like, I guarantee you. It <laughs> right. won't. Anybody who's watching that on T, I'm watching it live and I'm looking straight at. It. I'm, they're coming right at me. Yeah. Where the where the press box is situated there, and I'm like, oh, that's a bad throw. Oh, it's a touchdown. Up, right. <laughs> yeah. It probably wouldn't go in Pro Football Focus. If I was a pro football focus grader, I would call that a turnover-worthy play. 
But I would also call it a touchdown because it was right. a touchdown. It I mean, was a, a touchdown. doesn't happen very often, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me think of that because I'm looking here at Nick Shook's quarterback index on NFL.com. Okay. We've referenced this every once in a while. Yeah, we've yeah, we've yeah. done more of the 33rd team one this mm-hmm. year, uh, but we've referenced this one in the past. So based off of how he played last week, Kenny Pickett moved up eight spots. Did he? In, their, in Nick Shook's quarterback index. To seventeenth, okay, in the league this this uh, this week. So we've referenced this. I mean, the state of quarterbacks in the league right now. I don't think it takes a ton to move up three spots or four spots. You know, keep climbing. Yeah, and that's not how the world works. It's back to kind of how Lab said. It doesn't matter if you're the seventeenth ranked quarterback on Nick Shook's list or the twelfth or the twenty second. Just win. You know. I yeah. Mean, right. But there's something to be said for it, and. I do think he's trending in the right direction. Here's the one thing I do like about the NFL.com quarterback index rankings. Not only do they list all your stats throwing the football, Mm -hmm. they also list your rushing yards, your rushing touchdowns, and your fumbles. And your turnovers, yeah, okay. And so right now, Kenny Pickett, through six games, has four interceptions and no fumbles. Interesting, okay. So he's he's had four turnovers thus far this season. This season. Which is pretty good. Which, if games, you start right? looking at the guys ranked below him... I wonder how many Lawrence has. I bet it's pretty uh, high, to be honest It's on, it's on here. I can find it. Yeah. Uh, so Trevor Lawrence is actually... Where, what number do they have him he at? He is at quarterback seven. Okay. I think Ooh. it's about right. I bet it's pretty high. Seven games, three interceptions, six fumbles. Wow. Okay. Six fumbles. Yeah, that's more than one per game, obviously. Not quite. No, I mean turnover. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's at nine, nine total... Mm-hmm. Potential. And he's under a turnover game. He's right. over. Yeah. And that could be a hidden stat in this week's game. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Because they've turned the ball over 10 times. The Steelers haven't, I mean, they just haven't turned the football over like that. Because he's hard to get to. The ball comes out very quick with Lawrence. But this is a better pass rush than most he's faced, at yeah. least, if not all. I'd have to think about all the guys they played. But as a runner, if he doesn't protect the ball, Watt, Highsmith, I mean, they're as good in the, as there is in the league at forcing fumbles. Here are the guys that uh, Nick Shook has Pickett ranked ahead of. Mac Jones. Mac Jones jumped up 14 spots. So he was at 32 going into this mm-hmm. past week. Another example of it's easy to move up this list, but I would pick, take Pickett over Jones. But he has seven interceptions and two fumbles okay. in seven games. Uh, Derek Carr. He's got to be falling quick. Yeah, he he dropped. Uh, he's got four interceptions and two fumbles. So he's taken. Mm-hmm. He doesn't he's take also any been chances. Very conservative with the ball. Josh Dobbs, three interceptions, six fumbles. Yeah, it's getting worse. Uh, Sam Howell, seven interceptions, three fumbles. Well, and a hundred million sacks. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's only going to get worse. Uh, Desmond Ritter actually moved up this week. He's got six interceptions and six fumbles and moved up three sp- or four spots. I know he's three red zone fumbles in the last two yeah. weeks. Uh, Ryan Tannehill, six interceptions, three fumbles. Okay, but pulled last week, too. I don't know how many snaps he's played. Russell Wilson, only four interceptions in seven games, but three fumbles. Uh, Zach Wilson, five interceptions, three fumbles. Tyrod Taylor, no interceptions. He's only lost one. Fu- he's only had the one fumble so far, uh, but he's only really played, he's two, played games. two games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gardner Minshew, four interceptions, five fumbles. Hmm. Uh, Jordan Love, seven interceptions, two fumbles. No, I thought he had more fumbles. Uh, Tyson Badgett, one interception, one fumble. Brian Hoyer, well, you know, we don't yeah, need really Bryce Young, four interceptions, three fumble. P.J. Walker, three interceptions, one fumble in two games. All these other quarterbacks are fumbling football. And I'm not saying Kenny Pickett won't fumble the football at some point. Right, right. 
but he hasn't. And that was one of the knocks on him coming. Well, he's got small hands. Small he, hands you know, can't can, protect the ball. Can't protect the football. No, he's, I think he's done a really good job of that in his career. See, I think this is a direct correlation to Tomlin's one-score game. That was kind of my the crux of my article. Is I don't think they're putting the handcuffs on Kenny, but I think Tomlin realizes how this team is, the hand that he has been dealt, he's going to play a lot of one-score games. A lot of his wins are going to come from one-score games. And if Kenny doesn't turn the ball over in those games, your chances of winning are exponentially higher. Yeah. So I know some people will be like, you're handcuffing Kenny, you got to let him loose. You're not in the facility you're, every day. You're you doing what know. you need to do to win the game. Exactly, exactly. That'll come. I mean, he's shown... That's not a Tomlin thing. Ben, throw it all over the yard. You know what I mean? When yeah. you're ready, throw it all over the when yard. When you have red paint, you paint the barn red. Right. right when now you have green paint, paint is, you paint it green. Right now the, the paint <laughs> isn't going to have you win by 14 yeah. or put up 38. It's not going to be the prettiest barn out there. Yeah. Hey, Ben, throw for seven touchdowns. But the wood will be protected. Mm-hmm. And the, well, the building's standing. Yeah. The whole job is the building doesn't burn down or, you know, I mean, you're still alive. And then that's good coaching. Yeah, I just I, I think the quarterback fumble thing is just way underrated. No, I'm glad you glad you bring it up a lot because I don't think about it enough. You know, I mean, there's like Brock Purdy has five fumbles this year. Really? He didn't throw many interceptions, but he mm-hmm. will fumble the football. Remember, he had two against the Steelers. Yeah, and, uh, three and really because much one, like interceptions, yeah. quarterback fumbles aren't created equal. Is it LT coming off the blind side and smacking it out, or do you not protect it? Do you not have two hands on the ball enough in the pocket? Do you leave it out hanging or? Right. When you scramble, do you forget about ball security that you're a running back and you got to keep it high and tight? You know, like I'm sure there's trends for these. I did. Big I, I have guys. noticed that with Lawrence when he scrambles, that he will run with the ball. Now, a lot of quarterbacks do that. Yeah. you know, like, out by his side where he's he's looking. I could still throw the football. Like he's at recess, and then yeah, somebody yeah. comes crashing in behind you and yeah. strips it and loose. He's got those long arms, and there's a lot of moving parts to hit. Just saying, don't be surprised if that turns out to be maybe the deciding factor in this game, one way or the other. Yeah. Oh, the Steelers did it again. Highsmith caused a, a fluky fumble. Well, maybe it's not a fluke. Yeah, T.J. Watt chased Trevor Lawrence down from behind and chopped yeah, the ball eight out. eight yards downfield yeah. or whatever. Right. Maybe, so, maybe it's not a fluke. Yeah, maybe not. Anyways, we're going get to get to another break. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back to finish up the show right after this. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Fans, you can gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia items, uh, custom items, I should say, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Acrisure Stadium, Grove City Premium Outlets, or Tanger Outlets, you can also visit online at shop.steelers.com. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. And uh, what the heck were we just talking about off the air? I can't. All kinds of good stuff. Oh, we were we, spinning we, gold as usual. I yeah. Mean, uh, oh, I know. It would so, be a terrible idea, but it would be a great idea if they just kept all of our conversations rolling. Oh, that rolling. would be awful. Awful. <laughs> yeah. We would not be here any longer. But there's some After gold out there, too. There is some gold. There'd have to be some serious editing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unless some beeps and things of that nature. Yes. Uh, but uh, Trevor Lawrence, Matt. Um, yes, Getting rid of the football faster than any quarterback in the league right now. Of course, this is by design. You know, I mean, he is he, he's very cerebral. I mean, there's a reason he was 
the transcendent prospect, which I hate that stuff because I mean now Caleb Williams is dealing with that. Yeah, right? now he's the guy. He has one bad game. I don't know. He's, if he's not a the transcendent. Tra- yeah. he's, he's not. Doesn't walk on water. He doesn't turn water into wine. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, but Lawrence is very, very good from the neck up, and Peterson's a very good offensive mind. They're a good marriage. I think they're going to be successful in this league. Will they win a hundred Super Bowls together? Who knows? But what I don't know about the team or the offense is is one of the reasons the ball comes out so quick, by design, obviously, is they don't trust the protection. I mean, I know they've had – their first-round pick was a tackle for a reason. Uh, the left tackle was suspended. The, other, the right tackle's a rookie. It's not – we know it's not the Eagles line. I, yeah. mean, I mean, they do keep a lot – they do use a lot of extra tight ends. Ingram's not a blocker, but the others are. The others are, yeah. The others are. So that implies they don't trust their protection. They will throw deep, and he has a very good deep ball percentage. But the ball comes out quicker than any offense in the league. The The question is why. Right. You know, because he's good at it, because they got a lot of quick-hitting guys like ATN and Kirk and Engram on crossers. He's getting like six targets a game no matter what, and it's working. Or is it because I don't want that guy blocking long? Well, I can't imagine that they would want Anton Harrison, the rookie right tackle, blocking T.J. Watt all that often. That's what's going to go. For this game, I'm sure that's not going to change. Right. I mean, they're not going to be like, well, we'll decide, we, we've won four in a row with the quickest you know, time to throw in the league. Let's hold it in AccuSure <laughs> Stadium for three seconds and see how that well, goes. Well, it's the conundrum the Steelers' opponents face. Yeah. Because... The Steelers are seeing they're they're allowing the the large uh, one of the worst average depth per targets in the league. I wouldn't say it's the worst; it's the deepest. It's the deepest, yeah. Because the completion percentage against the Steelers is way low. Is very low, but the average depth target is very high. It's almost like they're dangling the carrot out there mm-hmm. and saying, "Okay, here it is. Go ahead and try something deep." Yeah. But if you do, you're going to have to deal with this pass rush. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Minka Fitzpatrick's in the middle of the field too. It is. It is kind of a catch twenty two. That, yeah, we want to attack this team deep because, frankly, their outside corners haven't played great. We know that uh, opposing receivers have put up big numbers. So is this more of a Ridley game than it has been? Because he's the outside-the-numbers right. guy. But then you got to hold the ball a little longer, you know, and why mess with what's working? Get it out in 2.1 if you can. Yeah, it's it's two point, like one, 2.16. Yeah. I mean, like when Roethlisberger was doing that a couple years ago, he's getting rid of the ball in like 2.23 seconds. This is even faster. It's even faster, right? I mean, and a lot of it's the ATN. Make something happen. Ingram on a quick crosser. Might be why they have so many fumbles too. I would think although a lot lot of those are on the quarterback, but still. But that's a good point. I mean, if you're you're catching the ball near the line of scrimmage, they're they're high in drops or high in fumbles. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. It all adds up. That's what I like about numbers is you can start to, okay, these are interesting. Why are they an outlier? Well, let's go. Put that puzzle piece in, and eventually the, you get the, a better feel for the team as the week goes on, and you add them all up. I don't know. I'm sure they're – I would think their average depth of target against the Steelers will be less than what the Steelers are accustomed to facing. Yes. I would. I think we can agree. Yeah, again, that, they're 4-0. Oh, I agree. He's a quick processor. Why mess with it on the road against Watt and Highsmith? Yeah. But, but the folks, to be very honest, if the ball's coming out in 2-1 – if those two tackles don't even get a hand on Watt and Highsmith for as wide as they are, they still might not make the sack. Yeah. You know, like, it's hard, let alone the gauntlet that Watt's been facing. I, I got to avoid a tight or a slot receiver. Then I got to deal with the tight end. Then I got to deal with the right tackle. 
Yeah, he's running an obstacle I course for the quarterback. The under on yeah. his sacks this week. But we have seen him be very good at getting you know, jumping up and, and tipping the bottoms or just sure. jumping up and catching it. Right. Uh, you know, or dropping in the coverage. That's how he makes an impact other places though. Yeah. You know, he actually lined up on the right side a couple times in the last game because of how far they were pushing him away from the ball. And well, let's drop in the coverage once and bring an overload blitz from the other side. Yeah. You know. So, so there are things you can do to combat yeah. these quick throws. It's almost like uh, this is why the fire zone was in, invented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the, the West Coast offense was well, we're going to run all these slants and get the mm-hmm. ball out quickly. Okay, Nick Lebo said you're going, we're going to you're going to do that. Well, I'm going to start dropping my nose tackle, or I'm going to drop and yeah. rush these guys instead. And you're going to see guys in the passing lanes you didn't expect to see there. And, and I think you said this earlier. I wouldn't be shocked if you see some Minka wrinkles, or you know, I know Labs mentioned. This could be a mink. He's due. Yeah, he's definitely due. I mean, we know that. But it's not like he's playing bad. I would put, like, this might be all. a game where you look at him and say, okay, Minka, they've got a bunch of different, because they've been putting Minka on, you know, different mm-hmm. players in, in different situations. Let him play, like, play some cover one here. and Or maybe he's the spy just be the in robber. the middle of the field. Yeah, be the robber Lawrence this week and so much. jump, jump right. some stuff over the middle or, or go tackle Trevor Lawrence when he scrambles. I'm even thinking, like, Paul Amalu stuff. You know, like, you'd see Paul Amalu creep up to the line of scrimmage. Maybe he's blitzing. But then he drops all the way into cover two. Or But, I mean, he could drop into the middle of the field just as the spy. Because, yeah. you know, Lawrence is running so much. Here comes Ingram on a crosser. I didn't think Minka was there. Ball came out quick, but it wasn't the right decision. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you can do it with linebackers too. Absolutely. So it's going to be an interesting chess game yeah. again. I mean, this is what the NFL is all about. It's all yeah, about yeah. putting your guys in the right position to uh, to make those kind of plays. And the Steelers have some of those dudes that can yeah. make those kind of plays. Yeah, I could see Minka having being the star of the defense statistically. Yeah, you know, it might not be a huge Watt sack game, but because of that, they play off of it. Yeah. Yep, I agree. But uh, Matt, that's going to do it for our show today. We'll be back again tomorrow to uh, well, we'll give our DFS lineup. We'll uh, Give our score predictions, all the good stuff. Um, But that's going to do it for the show. Uh, So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Brian LaMartina here on site, keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Black and gold football lives here 24-7. You're listening to SNR. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.